Hey, it's Ashley. If you haven't yet listened to the trailer, you really need to go back and take a listen so you don't miss the important parts here. This isn't a knock on your intelligence, it's just that we humans really like to cherry pick. And what we often leave out is taking responsibility and taking action. I feel really conflicted giving people more content to consume. We need to listen less to people with a platform and listen more to the people with whom we share our lives. But if you're willing to use this podcast as inspiration to open up a new conversation with the woman or man with whom you share a home and a family and a bed, let's get busy. Welcome to episode four. I want to invite you to consider that there are two main ways of interacting with other people or cute pets. In one, we are a mirror and what we do is notice the great things about a situation or a person or a really good dog and we reflect it back to them. We'll say, you're a good boy. We'll say, hey, I love what you've done with your yard. I love what you've done with your business. Hey, honey, you look fucking fantastic today. I love the confidence that you're walking with. You really kicked ass at that work meeting and it shows. The other mode is sponge mode, where we are looking around at the world and saying, what have you done for me lately? And when we're in this mode, quite often we take in a lot of influences that probably aren't in our best interest, things that'll make us feel more depressed, things that will make us feel more hard done by, things that will make us less appreciative of the people around us. And we just then spew this indiscriminately back on the people we love. Think about which is sexier. Someone who is confident enough to reflect back the awesomeness they see all around them from their wife and their kids and their neighborhood and their family, or someone who is focused on me, 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 talking about how their needs are still not being met. Want some ideas on how to shift this? Listen on. This episode is brought to you by Splash Blanket. Is period sex a regular part of your intimacy routine or something that's still taboo for you or your partner? Later in this episode, I'll share some of the benefits, but the best way to take concerns about messiness out of the equation is to get a splash blanket. 100% waterproof, soft and beautiful. Grab yours at splashblanket.us and use code KEEPINGITHOT for 11% off. Marriage can actually be remarkably easy. And I think that we approach it with a different set of rules than how we approach other relationships. And we set ourselves up for strife. We set ourselves up for only getting what we want half the time. We set ourselves up for way too much give and take. And as partners, we could be doing better. Our default state is cooperation. We want to get along. We want to have peace. We want to have joy. But a lot of our automatic default autopilot behaviors are creating results for us that don't allow that very easily. For a lot of us, sex was good at the beginning, right? And it was something that filled you up. And it was something that made you feel loved and connected and desired and like added a little skip to your step. 
if you guys have just had great intimacy, there's more goodwill between the two of you. When we work together with our partner, whenever we have synergy with another person, we feel better. And I have to tell you that cooperation is way easier than we've made it out to be. Going deep in our connections is important to all of us. Now, there are a lot of reasons why our actions that we take in everyday life are actually bringing us further apart instead of more together. Our default is connected, loved, cooperative. That is our default. If we just woke up every morning and um, our minds were a blank slate, like remember Men in Black, the pen? If your memory was erased, you'd be a way better person. And so would I. All of us would be. The main thing that we need to do is we need to identify when we are on autopilot, because when we are on autopilot, we are running a tape of what we think is going to happen in the future or stewing on something in the past. I have pushed myself really close to my limits, and I have felt every single time how that takes me further away from connection and actually further away from my real goals. When we slow down just a little, and this is the first thing that I want to invite you to do, as you're moving through your day and your interactions with the people you normally encounter, I want you to pause and stop yourself from doing the thing you would normally do. Even if the thing is so nice, even if the thing is so kind, even if you're such a nice guy, because you do this, pause, pause, pause. Okay. We want to become more mindful in our actions so that we are responding and choosing and acting intentionally instead of just on autopilot, especially in the relationships that are closest to us, especially with our spouse. They get the worst of us so often. The stress that we have from worrying about our health or our bodies or our jobs or all of these things, it comes out sideways. So our communication is very confusing. We may think the people around us should know how we're feeling and why, but let's be honest, do we even know how we are feeling and why most days? That's where we need to start. And the way we can do that and bring in some energy to ourselves is we have to stop pouring out over everybody else especially when they haven't asked. Helping someone who hasn't asked is not nice. You can stop right now because that's not actually being kind. Being kind is asking someone what their preference is and believing what they say. That is kind. You may be quite certain that that person's not being honest with you, but that is actually not your business. Even if it's your spouse, you can say to them, I hear you saying X. I thought that actually you were maybe feeling Y, but you're telling me you feel X and I'm going to believe you. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do something else right now. If you want to talk about it more, just let me know. But mirroring back what you see or what you feel from people is not the same as pouring onto them what you think they need. When we pause and we have the choice in every situation, whether we're going to be that mirror to our partners we are just signals. We are, we are like towers putting out signals all day. Energy out, energy out, right? And the way we're thinking, the way we're talking, the way we're moving. Why, why do we have to eat? We need energy in. Why do we need to sleep? 
we, we need to recover, but every day we are putting energy out. And I want to invite you to consider that instead of going, what is the situation need? pour on? Ooh, I should do this. I should do this. Instead of scrambling around in your home and your family, stop pouring out your energy without it being invited. Maybe you're certain that it's going to help, but we've all had those little snags where you're like, shit, I don't think that was actually the right thing to say. I don't think that was actually very helpful. All of us have this just natural, great energy that comes out of us. And the way we can tap into that actually is by pausing our default, scrambly, overdoing, overfixing for other people. One of the benefits of this is quite often when we do things for other people that are not appreciated, we don't have the greatest um, feeling, right? How do you feel when you do something really nice for your partner and it's not noticed? How do you feel? We feel unappreciated. But in order to get more in touch with how we actually feel and how we see the world, we have to stop just pouring our energy all over everyone else in a haphazard manner, because that's what it is. Here's your keeping it hot tip of the day. We know no means no, but do you even know what you're asking for? Whenever you initiate intimacy, be clear what you are hoping for. Would you be happy with cuddles, seeing your partner climax? Would you be happy with receiving only or hanging out naked in the bath or shower? Any of the above? None of the above? Often we ask for intimacy when we want closeness, not just a climax. Be clear with your wants so your partner can be clear with their willingness. When we are not coming from a place of alignment, when we are not coming from a place of certainty that we have worth, certainty that we're lovable. We are going to be scrambly and chaotic. And that is when we feel burnt out. That is when we feel tired. That is when we're trying so hard, but none of the boxes are getting checked. Feels like we're on, you know, proverbial, the proverbial hamster wheel or we're on a treadmill or like, oh my God, that is not how life has to feel. When we go auto, auto, autopilot, you're probably out of integrity. You are probably not living in alignment with your values. You're probably not acting in the way that you really would script if you were being the best version of yourself. So we pause. And what we can do instead of looking at the world and going, oh, I can fix you, I can fix you, I can fix you, we can stop looking for problems. Everyone just wants to be seen. They just want to be seen for who they really are. So we have two options in every single interaction that we have. We can be a sponge or we can be a mirror. Okay, sponges, sponges go on Twitter, they go on Reddit, they go on Facebook, they consume, they consume, they consume, they consume. When we are indiscriminately consuming, and you can go to all of those places, you can go to all of those places, it's fine. But I want you to think about whether you're just soaking up everything around you. Then when we come into contact with the people who we love, quite possibly, we're just going to spew all of that onto them. When we are in situations with other people, instead, we could be a mirror. And it actually takes so little energy output, very, very little energy output. The, the most energy that you have to muster is stopping yourself from doing the thing you would normally do. Okay. So if you see someone and you're immediately like, oh, I need to make them feel good. Oh, oh, oh. And you're like trying to, trying to manage their energy. All of us try to manipulate the energy of other people 
we, we really try to manipulate. We're very manipulative. And most of us learned it when we were really little kids because we did it to stay safe or we did it to stay out of trouble or we did it to get the smile from the authority figure. Or, I mean, some of us, and I'm just so in awe of the rebels out there, certain rebels out there from a young age will just push the buttons of other people, right? They'll like push the buttons. And then that's how they get, we're manipulating in a way where we're like, we're pretty certain of the reaction maybe a good reaction, maybe a bad reaction. We may get a positive response or a, a negative uh, response back. But when we can just pause and instead of being that emotional sponge and that that information sponge and the energetic sponge and all of it, have you guys ever heard the term energy vampires? People who, when you hang out with them, you just feel like, like I am just, I literally stole my life force. That's because you're in sponge mode, dude. You're in sponge mode. Now, there may be some people who you have to stay away from while you are practicing this shift from just absorbing to go, just reflecting, just reflecting. All of us know so much about psychology. We really, really do. We know how people work, right? And if we can shift ourselves into a space where instead of just pouring out our energy, instead of trying to fix things for other people, we just go, wait a minute, I'm going to be certain in what I know. And I am going to see the best and assume the best in this person and then see what else I can do to make this situation better. We are miles ahead. We are miles ahead because whenever we step off that treadmill, off that hamster wheel, because I have a guarantee that you're not going to get where you want to go from there. If you were, you would already be there. If you are dissatisfied in any area of your life right now, it's because the way you have been approaching that is not the way that's going to get you to a new place. I've got two words for you. Period sex. Whether it's a regular part of your repertoire or you've never tried it, not even once. The truth is that intimacy during menstruation feels incredible for a lot of us. Splash Blanket, my favorite dedicated intimacy bed covering, keeps your bed clean while you experiment with the sensations during the time of month where you or your partner may have the most favorable cervical position for comfortable intercourse. Add that to the great natural lubrication of menstrual fluid, and you've got a combination that may be a winner. Get yours at splashblanket.us. Use code keeping it hot for 11% off and let the experiments begin. That's splashblanket.us and use code keeping it hot. This is not about bypassing. This is not about not talking about like systemic issues that keep us make things harder in different areas. But this is an invitation for you to take a really good look at the way you approach your spouse, the way you approach sex. All of your results that you have right now are based on how you have been doing things in the past. So if you want things to be different, you're going to have to do things a little differently. And this is a really easy shift for just conserving your energy, not over giving and building up resentment, honestly waiting until you're asked or asking a person, hey, I see X, Y, Z. Would this be helpful? Okay. And if they say yes, I believe that it's a yes. If they say no, I believe that it's a no. Let the yeses slide off your back. Let the no's slide off your back. 
Stop making every single thing such a big deal. And let's look at how the real big deal that's around us all the time is that our partners are actually pretty awesome. And we're pretty awesome too. And by giving ourselves that little bit of compassion, by realizing that that person who we married, they see the world in a different way than we do. And instead of thinking we're always fucking right, maybe we should start asking more questions. At the very, very least, stop doing the things that are exhausting. Please take a pause, back up just a minute. The only people who want to take advantage and squeeze every ounce of life and juice and work out of other people are those who are doing that themselves for someone else. That's not how we're supposed to live. I assure you, life is lifey and there will be things that come up that are very upsetting and there are things that we're going to have to work through. But basic cooperation in your marriage and in your family is not supposed to be one of them. Your partner is your partner. Your family is your team. And the way that for decades I was able to get great results out of teams was to assume the best, was to trust them, was to tell them what was great about each of them. And that actually doesn't take much energy from me. All I need to do is open my eyes and say, I see you. And then asking with specific questions, hey, I see that you didn't do that thing that you I asked you to do and you said you would. Did you forget? Was it hard? Are you really annoyed that you said yes? I asked this of Manny and I asked this of the kids. I asked those questions and then I just believe their answers. We all want to be there for each other. But the complicated unspoken rules that so many of us employ for how to be there or how to be nice or kind or loving or blah, blah, we're all, we're all running on our own rule books. We're all running on our own playbook and going, hey, hey, wasn't that great, that play I made? And it's totally missing the mark with the other person. So what we need to do is just sit back, stop pouring out the energy so much. And with being more intentional with our actions and asking questions, let's just pause, ask a question. Let's just tell the truth when someone asks us a question. The white lies, the little ones, are the hardest to drop because they, we feel like the cost to ourselves is so little and that it's going to help the other person. So we really should, should, we should do it. Every time we consciously make a decision that is out of integrity with who we really are and out of alignment with our values, what we're doing is putting off a signal that we're not trustworthy. Our partners can tell that we don't really mean it. Our kids can tell that we don't really mean it. A perfect stranger can tell that we don't really mean it. But we've convinced ourselves that because, oh, no, I told myself that I would do it because, so I'm going to say it. No, lies are so easy to read. Quite often, we can't figure out what the truth is because, like, we know it's not that, but we, you know, figuring out the truth is, is harder, but a lie is so easy to identify. Stop lying to the people around you and yourself because that's the thing that you're pulling yourself out of integrity you are you are pulling yourself into a pattern that's probably you had to establish when you were really little like a coping pattern i it's not safe for me to be truthful 
People won't love me or people won't trust me or people won't think I'm nice or people, people, people won't whatever, whatever, fill in the blank. What I want for all of you, what I want for all of us is to realize that cooperation is actually way easier than we make it. We have to tell the truth and we have to trust that our partner is telling the truth. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but in the bedroom, there's always room to learn. Show your willingness to try new things with the After Dark Workshops. They're private, recorded, guided pleasure practices from trained tantric coaches and sex therapists. Go to keepingithot.com for our single workshops and bundles. Topics include oral and manual for him, oral and manual for her, intro to dirty talk, intro to squirting, secrets of female pleasure, control your ejaculation masterclass for men, and more. Workshops start at $25. It's the cheapest and sexiest date night you can get. Check out the After Dark Workshops at keepingithot.com. Now here's what I want you to do. Believe your partner when they tell you something, even if you know it's a lie, and say it to them. Okay. You're telling me that that's okay, so I'm going to believe you. And the thing that you can do to help recalibrate them into feeling safe telling the truth start telling the truth yourself. And the easiest way to do that is when you don't know the answer. If you don't know if you want to do something, say, hey, okay, just a minute. I'm not sure how that makes me feel. Okay. I, I don't know what the answer is yet. So just give me a minute. And when you don't have the words, just describe what's going on in your body. Say, oh, okay. That's so interesting. When you asked that, my stomach dropped. My stomach dropped when you asked me that. I wonder what that means. I'm not sure, but I'm going to think about it and I'll let you know. Or if your partner does something at a party and your guys are coming back and you're like, why did you talk to me that way? Blah, blah, blah. Don't talk about what happened. Talk about the sensations in your body. Please, please, please. Instead of words, because we have tried words to words to words, right? We have tried with words over and over and over and over. So let's shift. Let's try something different. Because I can guarantee the reason you're not getting through to your partner is not because they're awful or that you're awful. It's not that. Maybe you would both be healthier and happier and safer if you were not married anymore. That's possible. But nobody's awful here. Maybe somebody has some emotional well-being, mental well-being issues that they need support in, right? Maybe they need to take a look at some of their trauma, like with some support from a therapist. Maybe anxiety and depression medication might be a good good little crutch, you know, a, an asset. Stop with the words. Talk about how you feel in your body. You don't even have to name it. You don't have to be like, I feel angry. Be like, wow, I just got so hot when you said that. Like, like I'm burning. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's okay. Ashley told us that we don't need to know what it means. We're just going to tell each other. Remember? That's all. Go on. What, what else did you want to say? And then you could say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's a yes for me. And let it be, stay in the unknown a little longer. Please, 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 please. Because we want to just fix things so quickly. Fix things so quickly that when we don't see the answer right away, and these are probably things that you've been talking about for five or 10 or 20 years. If we don't see the answer right away, then we think, oh, there's no answer. There's no solution. Or I'm just going to retreat and I'm going to be resentful because there's a solution right there, but that asshole won't go for it. Right? 
Yeah. And sometimes we're the asshole and sometimes they're the asshole. But I have to show you that like no one's actually an asshole at their core. We do a lot of stuff on a daily basis that's like very not ideal, right? Not ideal. But we're we're not like trying to actually ruin the world and 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 the self-confidence of everyone around us. But nobody does that. We are all looking for connection. We're all looking for safety. We are all looking to give love and be loved. And like, I just need you to believe in that possibility like this much, that our default, that it is easier actually. The work, as it gets better, it gets easier, right? And I think a lot of us, what we think is that it's good that we are where we are because things must be more complicated on the other side of our goals. So I want you to drop any fear you have right now that getting what you want, and listen, we all want different things. Those things that we dream of are like custom made for us. I used to think everybody wanted to be a writer. Nope, just writers, just the people who are supposed to be writers. Like it's meant for you is what I'm saying. It's meant for you. And any idea that you have in your mind about, yeah, but if I get that, I'm not going to be as nice of a person. If I get that, there's going to be a drawback. Turn the volume on that down. So many of us told ourselves those things or our parents told us those things when we were little, like that we would be spoiled if we got what we want. I always actually felt such relief when I didn't reach my goals because I was like, oh, I don't know if I'd be the kind of person I like if I reach that. I have a lot of character flaws and you can read about them in my book swing and a lot more that continue to surprise me. And I go, oh, look at you there. We're not greedy if we want more. It's our job to expand. A, when a tree grows higher, do you say, oh, look at that son of a bitch blocking the sun. You may complain when your grass grows too quick, but like, you're not surprised. That is what we are here to do, is to grow and expand. And that's why I am so happy to be offering our subscription box, our After Dark, all of the things that from talking to you, you, hundreds and hundreds of DMs for two years now, I have seen how easy it is for couples just to turn the switch and get on the same station again. That's all, just getting on the same station again. You're each gonna be singing your own song. You're each going to be bringing your own unique perspective to the relationship. We're not supposed to be the same. We chose each other because we were different. We need someone who's different from us in order to help us see our blind spots, be strong when we would be weak. We need someone very different. And when we're on the same station, we can hear the beauty of their song again. That's what I want for all of you. I want you to be appreciating and appreciated because that is what we are here for. There are going to be things that we bump up against that we are not happy with in life. You know where we get to feel good? In our marriage, in our family. We get to feel good there. And for a lot of us, we didn't have that growing up. But please, can we consider giving that to our kids? that we're not gonna just throw our kids into the situation like happily ever after, get married, God, and have them just like have to re every generation is sort of like reinvent the wheel because we're not talking about this openly. But the time is now, the time is 80, 90% of my DMs are for men who go, hey, 
I saw your video and it makes me realize some things that I can do to help my relationship that I wasn't aware of. And I want to know what else can I do? They're saying, hey, I, what more can I do here? And quite often they have partners at home who are like, I wish you would just do something. And he's like, hey, I'm over here trying to trying to figure out what to do. And what we need to do is just get people on the same station so they can hear each other. Because that's where we're going to connect. That's where we're going to help each other grow. I do not accept that we have to be miserable. Actually, your marriage gets to feel great. Actually, men and women, or actually whoever you're married to, actually every pair is like so ideally suited to supporting each other. And the world does not celebrate differences very much. And the place we can start and the place we can actually cultivate that compassion for ourselves and for someone else is in our marriage. Why not? Why not do it there? The way we do one thing is the way we do all things. Let's tap into our values and our integrity, really start being more truthful with ourselves and creating a space with that mirror energy so that our partners feel comfortable bringing their real self to us as well. This episode is coming to an end and I don't want it to finish before you take action. Take a screenshot of this episode and text it to your spouse. Let them know you're thinking of them and how you can better your relationship. If you both need a little handholding, grab Keeping It Hot, the workbook for fun, low pressure conversation starters to get to know each other on a whole new level. Or if you want to rip the bandaid off, if you want your dynamic with your partner to take a leap forward while you also dig deeper and fast, read Swing. The audiobook is on Audible and I narrate it. You can also request the paperback or the ebook from your local library. Whatever action you decide to take, be proud. It takes courage to move the plot of your story forward, even just a little bit. And small steps every day really do add up. Keeping It Hot with Ashley Renard is a production of Manitoba Woman Media, produced by Elizabeth Krauss. Original music by Echo Drop. Production assistance by Lauren Petraglia.